Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Now today is going to be a shorter episode because... About an hour. I have like 20 appointments. I got surgery in 72 hours. It's a complete shit show lately. But I'm going to throw out this episode. I'm going to get to it. But again, just reminding you in the next couple weeks, probably not going to be putting anything out. I'm going to be recovering. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, just throwing that out there at you. Uh, FullCountChaos at gmail.com. The way to get in touch with me. Also on Twitter at FullCountChaos. We like to bitch about the Orioles. You know, one minute we hate them, and the next minute when they win, oh, it's my favorite team. I love them. I, I can't wait to see the game tomorrow. It's just how it is when you're talking sports on Twitter. Whatever. So, again, I appreciate everybody taking the time to tune in. Right now, the Orioles do not have the worst record in baseball. Currently 8-14 and 14 after taking two out of three against the Red Sox, which was just a beautiful weekend. Hey! How many fans talking shit? Red Sox fans just talking. Oh, we need the we need these three games. An easy sweep. Let's get a three games up and move on. They lost two out of three. They only have one win above the <laughs> the Orioles. They are uh, with a nine wins now. We're at eight, of course. I mean, come on. It's been easy to say the Orioles stink with the past few years or what they've been going through. But so far this season, two out of three against the Yankees, two out of three against the Angels on the West Coast. And then the Red Sox come to town. They're trying to get the wheels turning, thinking, all right, let's get some momentum in Baltimore. And we made them shit the bed, <laughs> especially uh, that fantastic walk-off Saturday night. You know, if this offense can play like they did on Sunday, watch out, sons of bitches. The Orioles are coming for you. Adley behind the plate, Bradish, Grayson, Zimmerman. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Spencer Watkins, if he continues to pitch like he is, got the solid bullpen. Come on, let's go. Everyone can eat shit. Orioles starters right now, 178 ERA at home. Lowest in the majors, by the way. So the Orioles are having a little fun right now. And uh, what is it? Uh, (laughs) Watching the Orioles walk off the Red Sox on Saturday night was absolutely beautiful. Just the way that it happened. Those turds had the Orioles struggling through a no-hitter for five and two-thirds innings and had them shut out for seven. Easy-peasy, pumpkin-squeezy. Just get the win, you big, bad Red Sox. What happened there? You blew it. You shit the bed and you blew it. And that's exactly what happened. And the pitcher, Sawamura, Mora, Sawamura, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. He helps out the Orioles with winning. He's thinking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is standing at third base when he threw it over there. Those are like 20 feet above the third baseman's head. But that's what happens when you got a guy like Mateo running the bases. It screws everything up. And the Orioles, of course, wind up winning two to one. And I didn't realize that's what happened. I kind of distracted doing something else. I was watching the game. I had it on low volume and I thought it was just an easy throw. And I'm going, what's Mateo doing? I thought it was like, you know, in Little League. You're running a first and, and they throw it to the first baseman, but you just keep running because you're like, look, if you guys can't catch me, screw you. I'm running all the way home. And then like everyone just starts chasing you. I thought Mateo was like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to run home. <laughs> it's like, all right, go for it. But that Boston team, that is the team they put out this season to win it all, to win a championship. The Orioles, not so much. This is the worst you're going to see of the Orioles right now. 
and you let them beat you guys two out of three at home on a game like that, and then you're embarrassed, and you're thinking you're all pissed off, and then they get their teeth kicked in. I know the score was 9-5. to five. JT Martinez got an easy little hit right there. Easy little hit. I hate that son of a bitch. So that was fun. The Orioles are having fun right now. And uh, the Orioles now have to face the Twins, who are just red hot. By the way, did you see Joe West has a podcast? You know, the umpire, the guy who should have retired like 20 years ago. <laughs> I haven't listened to it, but someone I know did, and they they said he's definitely... Definitely an odd guy who doesn't just want to talk about baseball, and it's very clear that he wants to just vent about his politics, religion, the whole nine yards. I'm sure that guy has a lot to say. I want to thank everyone. Thank you to everyone that wished me luck on a safe recover, by the way. I got some really nice emails. It was very kind of you guys sending me emails, messages, responding to my surgery announcement, and I also learned that some of you out there went through the same process. You just never know. So that was very, very thoughtful of you guys reaching out and some sharing their actual personal experiences, which, of course, I'm not going to read on the show. I got to draw the line somewhere, you know. Actually, I did get an email uh, that might uh, piss a couple people off, I think. And this guy, I'm surprised this guy is willing to admit this. But I'll get to that in just a bit. Old James wants to give his opinion about opening day. Not this opening day of the season, just opening day in general. Going to get to that here in just a minute. Uh, but anyway, I just want to thank everyone. And yeah, I'm of course, I'm concerned, scared, happy, excited. It's weird because I read where when you donate a kidney and you have surgery, one of the things it says is you they don't let you leave the, the hospital until you can fart. And, that, you know, I, I said to the nurse, I said, just feed me my wife's cooking and I'll be out of here real quick. Huh? Am I right? Am I right or am I right? Oh, boy. Um, also want to thank Baseball Biz Podcast for having me on last week. That was pretty cool. Uh, great guys. Great podcast over there. They cover everything top to bottom with baseball. I got to say, for a baseball podcast to take the time to want to chat Orioles baseball when you don't have a dog in that race that is a dedicated podcast. <laughs> and I'm you know, when I was doing the podcast with him, I'm glad I asked about you know language. He made a good point. He's like, ah, just pretend you couple young nephews in the room. Because I, I I you know, when I get on a roll and I get angry about something, pretend to the Orioles, I get a potty mouth. So I had to quickly say, Hey, by the way, <laughs> I don't want to have to have you do a lot of editing. But I gotta tell you. That was kind of him to say, hey, the Orioles, they're the worst team in the league. Why don't we have him on the show? But he's a Tampa Bay Rays fan. It's funny to hear what other fans around the league think about the Orioles. Uh, You know, just knowing how bad they are, just to hear their opinion. But if you get a chance, the Baseball Biz, B-I-Z-Z podcast. Very fun podcast to listen to. Those guys definitely know their shit. And they, again, just top to bottom, everything pertaining to baseball. So again, if uh, things don't work out with the surgery, I just want to thank everybody for always taking the time to tune in. And all right, Nate, settle down, settle down. All right, got some fun shit to go over to today. Uh, But before we get to that, just want to remind you all, athleticgreens.com. Folks, you got to stay healthy. I care about you guys. I want you to continue to just keep things moving along with your health and not have any problems. It's just one scoop. And a cup of water every day. That's it. Again, Athletic Greens. It's simple. 
No need for a million different pills, million different supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, if you want to jump on board with Athletic Greens, join the family. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Got one more, folks. Always like to throw some uh, cool apps your way. Uh, this one's called ColorCast, C-O-L-O-R-C-A-S-T. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform, free to download, free to use, perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Uh, share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app. It's free. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the league. That's it. All right, let's get back to the fun. Get back to business. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. I say it every week. Anything on your mind, folks, I want to hear from you. And James definitely had something on his mind that he wanted to vent about. <laughs> Sent in an email to the show to give his opinion on opening day. Now, I love opening day. The majority of baseball fans, when opening day arrives, we're all excited. We're kids during Christmas morning. We love it. Well, James writes in and says, nope, that's not the case here. He says, hey, Nate, enjoying the podcast, but the one thing I have to disagree with on your show is all the talk about how great opening day is at Camden Yards. I've listened to the other emails you've received, and I've also heard you talk about what an awesome time and great experience opening day is. Sorry, ma'am, not awesome or great. If I want to be surrounded by a bunch of sloppy drunks who cannot handle their liquor, I'll go to a club downtown and spend less money. I've also been to opening day a couple times, and each time it became worse. I almost got in like five fights just because I made eye contact with someone. Half the fans there aren't even there to watch the game and are just obnoxiously drunk the entire game. And all the lines at the concession stands are a mile long. Come on, James. Now you're just bitching and complaining about being at a sporting event, talking about concession lines. <laughs> it should be like that every damn game at Camden Yards, long lines. That means fans are going. He continues. I just don't feel the orange and black Baltimore energy when I'm there. It's like a fraternity party, but much more expensive. I love the Orioles and will always be a fan, but you will never see me at opening day. When I go to an Orioles game, my purpose is to have fun and enjoy the game, not step over puke puddles and hope nobody wants to fight. It's from James. Jesus, where'd you go? A Metallica concert? Stepping over puddles of puke and not wanting to fight. All right. <laughs> so, appreciate the email, James. First off. Uh, reading this tells me you've probably never been to a sporting event ever other than a baseball game, maybe in early April. Second, maybe, I don't know, maybe you need to work on uh, your eye contact in public places <laughs> so people don't want to fight you. You know, any more than a uh, any more than a second when you make eye contact with someone, you got to look away. Even if you think you recognize a person, they make eye contact, just look away. You don't need to keep staring at them. Or maybe, maybe you have a face that everyone wants to punch. <laughs> I know a couple people with faces like that. Just like, man, I just want to clock you right now for no reason. Uh, anyway, I enjoy opening day for obvious reasons. I, I, I love it. I get excited. I love when I go. I, I don't have that experience that, uh, that James is talking about where he almost gets in fights. And I, I get what you mean about it, like a fraternity party. Everyone's out there having a good time. I have a different energy. I feel the Birdland family vibe. The energy at opening day that I go to, it, it's 
Wonderful. It's like a big family. We're all out walking by, high-fiving each other. It's a great time. Fucking James goes to opening day. He's, I don't know where you're hanging out at. I'm not, I mean, maybe outside of Pickles, you know, at three o'clock during the, uh, you know, third and fourth inning, people have been drinking all day. Maybe you might have to step over a puddle to a puke, but get in the stadium at that point, James. What are you doing? Walking over puddles of puke. Anyway, like I said, appreciate the email, but I think you're, uh, I'm going to say, I think your opinion is wrong. But shit, James, if every time you go to an opening day game and you think you're going to get your ass kicked, <laughs> then don't go. Stay home. That's what I'm saying. Okay, stay home, whatever. All right, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Tyler Nevin, Kyle Bradish comes up to the Orioles. Kyle Bradish steps up to the challenge Friday night to face the Red Sox. Of course, uh, Dylan Bundy trade. And before the game started, I'm obviously excited to see Bradish, but on mass and they put up since 2008 the best record by pitchers making MLB debut. Number one, the Orioles are 15 and two. <laughs> I was pretty impressed by that. Did not know that. So here comes Kyle Bradish. Let's go. First batter. First batter of his Major League Orioles career. He strikes him out. Strikes out the first batter. That was Trevor's story. But my God, what is it? about the Orioles catchers that just completely sucked the living fun out of a great moment. Chirinos failed miserably trying to stop the ball. So it's strike three. Trevor Story should be down in the dugout. And they should be throwing the ball. I think they still threw the baseball for him to save, right? Yeah, that would make sense. It's a strikeout. But because Chirinos... Does not a catch a ball. Reminded me, of course, John Means. Everybody was putting that all over Twitter. Just same thing. John Means had a perfect game, and then Pedro fucked it up. Here we go. Kyle Bradish gets his first batter, strikes him out. First batter of the game of his career in the majors. Trinos is, I mean, it was such a filthy curve. You know, I don't know. I'm sitting here screaming about Trinos. I just wanted, you know, to go smoothly for Bradish so bad. I'm taking it out on Trinos, but it was a filthy pitch. Oh, man, the Orioles, they just love to spoil the fun. So, but he got out of it. No harm done. Second inning, a handful of bad news bears defense moment with the Orioles. Ball kicking off the base. Trey Mancini Mancini, Mancini misjudging out in right field. He's not a right fielder. Stop it. Uh, Kyle Bradish. So he allowed three runs in the second, but only one hit. In the other five of his six-inning debut, of course, leaving the Red Sox scoreless in five of his six innings. So he, he had a great, great game. His ball had great movement. He has a solid fastball. He paints on the corners. He retired the last 10 batters and 13 of 14. Did you get that? <laughs> retired the last 10 batters and 13 of 14. So after the game, yeah, Orioles lose 3-1. to one. Okay. So what? Kyle Bradish still went out there and did his thing. It wasn't his fault. He wasn't giving up, you know, eight dingers and 12 base hits. He held it down. He got through six innings. What do you give up? Uh, let's see. Five hits, three runs, two earned, one home run, two, two strikeouts. He did just fine. Should be very proud of that. So after the game, let's see what old Kyle has to say. <laughs> I was impressed by him. 
my mother-in-law was texting me. She's like, I love this young kid. He looks great. So I always warn her and like my grandmother. I'm like, hey, by the way, this is one of the young kids coming up. Keep your eye on. So they all learned how to text. <laughs> so they're, oh, he looks great. So after the game, what did Kyle said? He goes, uh, I was always, I always get nervous when I start, but today was a little extra. Walking in through the bullpen is when it really hit me. Just got to control your breathing. I've been pitching all my life, and it's just a game. Just on a bigger stage, that's all. He says, I was wandering the halls all day and then went out to, went out during batting practice to get a, acclimated to the field. He said, the butterflies hit me. And then when I put on that jersey and walked out there, it was awesome. So he was giddy like a little kid, just like all of us, because we want to see him pitch and do well. So that was fun. Uh, the same night, Hall was pitching to Adley. So it's like the game was going on. We're all watching the game. We're all watching, uh, you know, whatever feed we can get, pertain, whatever video or highlight we can get of the uh, deal. Hall pitching to Adley. It's like two games going at once. <laughs> of course, uh, Adley and Hall were playing uh, high A Aberdeen on rehab assignments. So again, Kyle throwing six innings pitch, two strikeouts, one walk, five hits. Now, Tyler Nevin came up that night uh, through the Michael Givens trade. Look, he's still trying to feel his groove right now, you know, wearing wearing an Orioles jersey. He's he's hanging in there. So far, after nine at-bats, he's uh, batting 111. <laughs> but he's got two RBIs, and that was a big hit. That was helping out with the Orioles to get that win on uh, Saturday night. So that was fun. Two strikeouts, only one walk. Uh, his first at-bat, I mean, you know, first pitch swing, and he's nervous. He wants to crush it 510 feet. He pops it up five feet from home plate. But... Since Nevin's been up, Orioles have asked him to play three positions in three days. He's been up. And he made a phenomenal play at first on Sunday to save a run. And uh, so far, he's been up. Like I said, uh, with the offense, 111. <laughs> I'm sure he wants to get that up. Well, that's what she said. So Tyler Nevin, Kyle Bradish, we got to see uh, some fun highlights over the weekend with those guys. And it's going to continue to... Uh, to be fun watching the the rest come up, DL, Grayson, Adley, all the good shit. Uh, Mount Castle, and I called it, put it out on Twitter. I said he's gonna uh, he's gonna put one over the wall, left field wall, easily. And speaking of uh, Tyler Nevin, uh, Gutierrez, Kelvin uh, Gutierrez was DFA'd. Hyde said that uh, there's others that can play multiple positions, and the team wants to take a longer look at Tyler Nevin. Just Gutierrez, just odd man out. Oh, by the way, one thing to look at, a little concern, uh, Mancini said he he's in a lot of pain last two days with bruised ribs. It's much better today, but hopefully he's doing okay. And also Ryan McKenna optioned. So just some moves coming up. It's going to continue to be like this for the next couple of months. With a, I, I have a feeling a lot, of, a lot of pieces being moved around, trying to get this situated with all the young guys coming up. Again, I, I'm sorry I'm keeping this short. I'm looking at the clock. I got to get going. I have appointments going to Johns Hopkins. This is just an absolute shit show. Again, thank you for everyone who reached out. Wish me the best. And, uh, you know, have some good uh, podcast material for when I get out of the hospital. So, again, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Sorry to keep it short this week. But I will see you all in a couple weeks. Go Orioles. I will continue to watch a game. Keep my eyes, keep my eyes on things just because I'm healing in, in the hospital. I'm still watching the Orioles. So feel free. You know, reach out on Twitter, whatever, and we'll have a good time continuing to watch the Orioles one game away from the Red Sox. Let's ch- catch them and leap right over those sons of bitches. All right, till next time, see ya.